passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Well, 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 they call this little thing Friday. That means a weekend, not a three-day weekend, so relax, Al Dukes. But they call it a weekend nonetheless. How are you, sir? Oh, I love a Friday, Jerry. I love a Thursday night. I would think you really love a Friday, especially being down the shore. Yeah, love a Friday down the shore and working from home in particular, Jerry, because I don't even have to fight the traffic, because this is the time of year... (laughs) Where normally, as you head down the shore, you head out on Long Island towards the Hampton area. Any, anything east, you're going to hit Friday traffic. Friday traffic then turns into Thursday afternoon traffic because people true. take the Friday off. Now I don't even know if anyone's ever taken a vacation again. I think people just don't work in the summer, quite frankly. I think they're are, driving down the shore all week. Are we taking vacations every year or are we just going right through? Because uh, we, we're done by uh, 10 o'clock. Oh, well, you're done you're, by 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. I am not. Thank you very much. Some what of show? us are on till noon. Oh, you're doing uh, J- uh, Moose and Maggie show yes. updates, uh, uh, top of the hour updates until noon. Okay, uh-huh. fair enough. Fair enough, Jerry. That is certainly different. Um, two things. Well, a few things here right off the top. There's a cool series that uh, I know you probably wouldn't be interested in, but maybe the listeners would be. And in fact, some have told me about it, which is how I know about murdering it. Murdering fiancés. No, uh, no. That would, well, I would 30 day murdering fiancés. <laughs> 30 days of murdering for 90 day murdered fiancés. Bachelorettes who <laughs> murder their wedding parties. <laughs> <laughs> there is a show called on, uh, on ID channel called fatal vows where of it's course like there is <laughs> your husband or wife ends up whacking you oh god i mean that's got to be the worst like there was once a time when you walked down the aisle to marry the person of your dreams and you had your first dance with them jerry yep. and you cut the cake and smeared the cake on their face then they end up whacking you <laughs> that's terrible well it comes back yeah. to what we were talking about yesterday <laughs> at some point you're like you're so into someone and then all right. of a sudden you're not like you're so into someone that go, you know what i cannot go the rest of my life without this person i shall ask them to marry me and then it also comes to, I don't want this person on the planet anymore. And anything I can do to get them out would be perfect. I think you make a big mistake, though. Yeah. A lot of times you say this, that the person says, I can't live my life without this person. Yeah. And I think in most cases, people are like, you want to get married. 
All right, mm-hmm. let's get married. <laughs> I guess it is the uh, it is the pandemic. What else are we doing this weekend? Nothing. Exactly. So what's the show? There's a show on Vice TV, which uh, I get on a uh, Vice TV. It's called, I think I do too. Yeah, it's called the Dark Side of the Ring, and it's uh, stories about uh, the the bad side of pro wrestling. Like, I might know, be interested in that. Yeah, I watched a really great one on uh, a couple of good ones. There, I won last night. I watched uh, all on demand. And know what the best thing about on demand? Commercials. No commercials. I know, it's unbelievable. It's so awesome. Like well, you know what was cool about the on demand too is yeah. even the golf match with Tiger and Phil. I didn't see it right from the start on Sunday because I was outside. I uh, picked it up about two hours in, and then you start from the beginning and you catch up live towards the end. And yes, I don't watch any commercials. Yeah, I love doing that. Like I'll start a murder mystery at seven, and I'll pause it, and then I'll call Gina. Then I'm not in a rush to get off the phone. Because I know I'm catching up, so then when they go to commercial, I zip right yeah. through it. Yeah, very smart. Well, this one was about the Road Warriors. That was a great one. There's one on a Jimmy Superfly Snooker probably killing his girlfriend. Yeah, now, that one I would be interested in watching yeah. because I liked him back in the day. Superfly I don't know who the Road Warriors I have no idea who the Road Warriors are. Oh, my goodness, Jerry. Legion of Doom, Road Warriors, Animal and Hawk. They were. I the, don't know them. They were the dominant. They were the dominant wrestling te- tag team of the millennial. Yeah, I don't, I don't know them, but I know Jimmy Superfly Snooker. That yeah. I'm in for. Bunch of good ones there. So uh, check that out on your on demand, on your Altice, Jerry. As I'm a promoter of Altice. Hi, I'm Al Dukes for Altice. Uh, secondly, uh, Eddie Scazzeri received a box of Wheaties in the mail from a very alert uh, listener who knows he's a Dan Marino Dolphins fan. The guy sent Eddie an unopened box. Of a collectible Dan Marino Wheaties box. Well, you're gonna put that on eBay, don't you? <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. I wonder where Eddie will put that. In his belly. No, you can't eat it. That thing Why? probably came out in the '80s when Dan yeah. Marino was slinging, slinging as, throws. As we've talked about before, vacuum sealed probably has a sell-by <laughs> date of 2029. It's probably delicious if you opened it up. <laughs> you could probably eat that. Get that one with Bruce Jenner on the cover when he won the decathlon. Yes, like, it's this very is possible. delicious. It's so fresh. What is this? If Weed. things get so bad that I have to break open that box, <laughs> we got bigger problems. Now, will you that dis- is true. Will you display that, Eddie? The uh, uh, Dan yeah, Marino I'm box? just wondering it to keep it in the office or to take it mm, home i would take it home and put it next to your helmet my helmet yes and my uh i still don't have a signed jersey mm. no but you got the helmet that susan gave you that is true yeah put it right near there under that's under glass is that right it is put this under glass it's a it's a wheaties box and Dan a big Marino. thank you to the fellow who sent it to me that was very nice that guy saw a wheaties box he got it as a secret Santa, the note says. I was reading the note. And he said, you know who would love this? Eddie Scazzeri. And in this time when people need a pick-me-up, Jerry, this guy went down to the post office, put it in a box, and shipped it off. Very nice. Very unlike, cool. Unlike a problem I'm having, and I want to see if you can help me out with this situation. Right. Speaking of a shipping situation, I sold my robot vacuum on eBay. Did you really? I just wasn't using it a lot, Jerry. The robot vacuum, I thought, now I'm getting a dog. Is the dog going to be afraid of the robot vacuum? Is the dog going to want to attack the robot vacuum? I, I would just, actually think more need for the robot vacuum with all the dog hair that you yeah. don't realize is going to be on the floor and, and around the apartment now, the condo. 
Yeah, but after using the robot vacuum, I decided I'm, I want more control of the vacuum myself. Fair the, enough. The robot vacuum would like try to go under the couch and get stuck, try to go under an end table and it gets stuck. So I was Gotta just get like, the you Dyson. Know what? Yeah, I didn't. I got the ripoff model. I got the D-Bot, it's called. <laughs> so I sell this uh, this robot <laughs> vacuum on eBay. Okay. Package it up, ship it out. I get a note last night from the person who purchased the robot vacuum saying that the box was beat up and there was no robot vacuum inside. No way. Only all of the supplies that came with the robot vacuum. Uh-oh. What do I do there? I don't know. I don't know. This That'd person be, hmm. could be buying robot vacuums all day long on eBay and pulling this trick. Because here's what I know. I sold a uh, a drone, I would say three years ago, that I might have used once. And I sold it for, I mean, this was a $600 drone that this I sold for. This the drone like, that Craig Carton No, I still have that upstairs, actually. This okay. is a drone that my older son was given for his birthday or Christmas one year. All right. And we just never used it because we used the other one that Craig gave us. The one Craig gave us was a parrot drone. This was also, I think this was a parrot drone as well. It's a little similar, but it wasn't the same thing. And I sold it for, I, re- I remember doing the ad. It was, I put it up for like 35% of list price and we used it once and that was it. And the guy, and it worked fine the one time we used it. And I remember he, he sent me the, in the, um, the message on eBay, received the drone, it doesn't work, what can you do for me? Right. And I wrote back, nothing. <laughs> it worked fine when I sent it to you. If you don't like it, send it back and I'll return your money. I never heard back from him. I think people really try to scam you into giving them more money or whatever. To me, I, that's a tough one because he's saying he didn't even get it. Do you have your UPS receipt and your tracking? It's, uh, it was through the post office. Oh, good Lord. Okay, but I mean, the post tracked. office is great, but the UP, yeah, do, okay, yeah, the box, the 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 person sent me pictures of the box all beat up and um, and all the accessories in there except. So you're telling me the one thing that fell out was the giant robot vacuum, but none of the little accessories fell out. I don't buy that for a Come second, on, Jerry. I think you're getting scammed, and the problem is if nothing's done about this, he's probably going to destroy your rating. Do not destroy my eBay rating. It's all I have, Jerry. He we might have- though. We have our Uber ratings. We have our eBay ratings. You would have to take some. I would actually, if I were you, I would message eBay. What do I do about this? What do I do this about is, this? This, this person. Is not your fault. Fake news. You actually have the receipt. Let's put it this way. I hope you still have the, you still have the receipt, I imagine. Uh, I don't have the receipt. You don't have the, the tracking receipt? And I threw it out on my way out of the post office. Why would you do that? I was—I felt like I was. It was. Uh, there were so many cumbersome things I was carrying at the time. Uh, moving. Yeah, I, I know because like, a receipt really takes up a lot of space. I was like, let me get rid of this. Well, now yeah, you're that's screwed. gone. Now you're really screwed because what you could have done with eBay was sent them your tracking receipt, a photograph, photograph of it, and said, point blank, do you think the post office would have taken a beaten up box that was open and shipped it? Now you've got nothing. I've got nothing, Jerry. I'm going to have to give this person their money. How much you get for this thing? A couple hundred bucks? No, that's what I thought. Only $35. Oh, $35? Please. I mean, he probably got 30 You should write back to him. You got $35 in parts. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, who, and if anyone stole this robot vacuum, they have no way to charge it because the charger was in the guy's box. Um, I got ripped true. off, Jerry. It just ripped stinks, though, because you are going to get a bad review on this one. Ugh. I'm going to have are. to give this guy his money back. What is like, if you buy, and I haven't bought anything on eBay in a while. I used to do a lot of this, and I used to sell a lot of stuff on eBay. 
what is like the refund slash damage policy? There's got to be something, no? Yeah, it, it doesn't. It's not very clear. Of course, it's not. Okay. Not very clear, Jerry. No. Well, you've got yourself quite the conundrum. I hope it wasn't a listener. Where'd you ship it to? Like Des Moines? Yeah, somewhere bizarre. Isn't that something? I find that amazing. I remember one time I sold a 7 Mary 3 CD <laughs> for, for 50 cents plus $5 shipping. And I remember I sent it to Palo Alto, California. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it is weird, like, when different parts of the country that you never think about, like Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin. Well, then, I don't know about you, but then what I do is... I will take the address and you put it into Google Maps. Yeah. And Google Satellite and you, you see like where the person lives. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go I'm going to look at the home of my robot vacuum person. If it's a beat up looking home, I'm going to claim that they're ripping me off. And it's not to say that it's being you're not being creepy. It's just no. it's kind of what you said in that there's a different part of the country and life that's happening right now and it's just curious of what's Going yeah, on what's in going Palo on Alto. Over there. Yeah, it's kind of a gun goes back to my great reality show. If anybody, TV execs, if you're listening, we get a dartboard with a map. We throw a dart, bam, we find the town. We take another dart at the streets in the town, and then we go show up at those people's homes. Ten grand, three days starts right now. Can we follow you around to see what your life is like? Great show. That's a good concept. <laughs> Even and we nothing. can start with the person that bought your robot vacuum. Right. They're like, well, well what do you plan on doing today? Well, today I plan on ripping off uh, this guy on eBay <laughs> for his robot vacuum. It's tremendous. Hmm. Jerry, the Boston Marathon has been canceled. Yeah, I saw this. And it's either going to run a – what does this mean? They're going to run a virtual race. Well, well, that's that a mean? good question. So does the that Boston... mean everybody that entered, they're going to make uh, you know video pieces of them, and you're going to actually run a race? That's a good question. So the in-person Boston Marathon canceled for the first time ever. It had been postponed to September, but now it's canceled. Right. Uh, going to go, as you say, Jerry, virtual. Now, when I first started reading this, I thought, I might sign up for this because, hear me out, it says uh, runners can get their race in any time between September 7th and 14th and get their medal. Now, I thought I'll run a mile, two miles on the 7th, I'll run uh, three miles on the 8th, I'll run f- three miles on the 9th. That actually and, seems fair to me, if you do your 20-something miles. But it's not. You have, no. to be, you have to complete the race in six hours. Oof. But you can do it somewhere in between September 7th and September 14th. How many miles is the Boston Marathon? Is it not 23 it's 20, or 26.2 miles. And you do that in six hours? I guess so. I think if Gina... you run a 10-minute mile... Yeah. Right? That's six... Yeah, okay. That'd be 36 miles. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Well, I know Gina was upset when she did the uh, New York City Marathon a couple of years ago. I think she did it in like five and a half hours, and she, and she thought... You know, that was not a great time for her. At what point do you think in those five and a half hours did she have Al Duke's regret? Oh, Jerry, (laughs) I bet the night before. (laughs) Like, I'm doing what? (laughs) That is the classic in March. (laughs) Boy, this sounds like a great idea in October (laughs) until you get to September. (laughs) Yeah, and she did it. She ran it for the Boomer Sison Foundation. I was like, you can't back out. No, you cannot unless you're going to write a check. (laughs) I work with the no. That wouldn't even work with Boomer. He uh, okay. Write the check for sure because you committed to that. But you committed to running. You so did. You got to get out there and run. But you know what? You got a little bit of a quad issue. Oh. Here's the five thousand dollars. I'm sorry. 
fake the injury. I like that, Jerry. <laughs> well, I mean, it's twenty something miles. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? Can like even he said yesterday he he biked thirty five miles. I was sitting there thinking about that. If I was going to bike thirty five miles, that means I'm getting on my bike. I'm riding to you, and yeah. beyond you. Yes, past me. Are you out of your mind? I look at I'd have to dr- I'd have to ride to Bradley Beach and back. Right. Well, if you look at the these marathons, Boston Marathon, New York City Marathon, twenty six point two miles. Put that on a map. It'd probably get you halfway to work. <laughs> well, of course, because <laughs> work is forty miles. Oh, it'll be more than one. Oh my God, that is. Um, we'd have to leave when Eddie leaves for work. To run it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Eddie, it's midnight. <laughs> Do you and think and any... then take a shower like Evan. <laughs> yes, that's right. Ugh. Do you think there are any marathon runners that run to work every day? They're like, well, I'm I only, thir- I'm only I think 13 people, miles away. I think people bike to work. I think they walk to work. Jogging to work, that's disgusting. I don't think so. I would and love by to. the way, and real quick, your boy Governor Cuomo had the, uh, the collared shirt back yesterday. With no... Um... No jacket. Ooh. Could you see... Nipples not visible. Nipples not, must be taped down. <laughs> Maybe they're taped down. I don't know. But I, so it's the first... Because I watch him every day. Yeah. Uh, not on the weekends, but every day during the week because he comes on usually at 1130. And I have taken notice of the suit every day, or at least the jacket over the button-down shirt. Yesterday is the first day I remember since Nipplegate um, that he had wow. a collared shirt on. Now, that having been said, it's also... Starting to become warm out, so yes. I would expect to see this more and more now. Right, you can't wear the long sleeve collared shirt with the jacket on top of it when you're hitting 65, 70 degrees out. Exactly, that's kind of a problem. We do have to take a break, exactly, because we've hit five twenty in the morning. Oh. It is a Friday, oh, oh. Oh, and we'll yeah. be joined by Boomer and Geo at six right here on the fan. The morning warm up. All right, so it's a Friday. And I want to, before we get into the other stories, I want to talk about a man that's got a good attitude, a good attitude about sports and life and empty stadiums. His name is Melvin Gordon. Now, you do know, Al Dukes, that we've been playing clips of certain players that will say, without fans, I think Aaron Donald says, not going to be fun. We play for the fans. It gets you charged up. We've got guys, LeBron at one point said, no fans, why play? I give you Melvin Gordon. Now, he played for the Chargers. He's now with the Denver Broncos. And he was asked about playing with no fans in the stands coming this fall. His quote was, yeah, we didn't have fans anyway when I played in uh, San Diego, so really not much is changing for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I like that. It's like the same when you see some of the baseball things like, we're going to allow 13,000 fans in here. So like like a normal night. A normal game. A normal game for Like Texas allowing 25% capacity. Yeah. In their new ballpark, which I think, if I, I think I read, it's going to be fifty-four thousand capacity, fifty-three thousand. Yeah. So if you're going to take twenty-five percent of that, that's not terrible, right? I mean, it's really not. So and it's kind of like that thirteen, fourteen thousand number you're talking about. If you do that, that is no disrespect to the Mets or anybody else, but that's a Tuesday night game against the Marlins in July. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. Ref- refreshing, though, to hear an actual player say it, Jerry. Milton Very Gordon. Where is he on that? What team? I think he's on the Broncos, I believe. Broncos? Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, a lot of uh, sports places, Jerry, are trying to look for human interest type stories to do since there's not a lot of uh, actual sports being played. Uh, not a lot. There's nothing, really. There's nothing. So I was uh, perusing uh, the ESPN website, and they did a – quite a lengthy feel like I, I lost interest in it at some point as I was reading because it, it was longer than three paragraphs on. it was on and on and on yeah 
They did a story about uh, Hall of Famer Andre Dawson, who played with the uh, Expos. Yeah, I'm surprised you put this Cubs. on the sheet today because this story's been out there for about a month now. A month? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I blame ESPN then. I guess. The, the, the expose, is that why? I'm ripping them off, so yeah. Yeah, no, the whole thing that he's running the funeral parlor was a big story because of, obviously, all the deaths with the pandemic. Um, he was high. Was it the New York Times? Someone did a huge story on him about a month ago, and then a couple of other outlets have picked up on it from week to week, and now I guess ESPN's the latest. And then, no, I'm the latest. I picked that was ESPN picked it up, then I picked it up from ESPN. Right. So, yeah, he runs a... Uh, a funeral home in Florida, Miami. Did he he played for the Marlins too? Yeah, Andre Dawson for the Marlins. That I, I, I feel... don't remember that. Right. Just Google it. You, you might be right. Middle I, of the program. You might be right, but oh, that Jerry does not Dawson. ring a bell to me. Jerry, Expos, they, Cubs. They called them the Hawk. The Marlins. Hmm, I'm gonna Google it while you're. No, doing I'm that. googling it right now. Hold right. on, hold Andre on. Andre Dawson stats. Yep, Marlins, ninety-five, ninety-six. His... No kidding. His final years, Jerry, were Don't spent with the that. Marlins. Look at you. Then they said he invested in funeral homes because people always die, Jerry, always, I guess. Well, you know what's so odd about that is I would think, and I guess in this case it's probably true, but until this pandemic there were certain businesses that I thought would always be needed. <laughs> yes. That we, Hey, if you're going to be safe, invest in this, open that. And boy, was I wrong. But in the case of a funeral home, I guess that uh, that's never going away. And pornography, that never goes away. They say even in a recession, Jerry, people will spend people money. People find on... their $13 a month? <laughs> people will spend money on pornography. <laughs> but Andre Dawson actually does a lot of the work in this. How does that come home. up on your bill? Pornography? Yeah. Like, does it come up like lose garage? Yeah, they what? all have some sort of, like, gimmick where they'll be like, um, yeah, like, they'll, it'll just come up like CCL. Right, like, like it's not CCL. coming up browsers. No. <laughs> It's just C-C-L. like all these. <laughs> yeah. it's just like, oh, all, you went into hockey now, honey. <laughs> just like all of these um, places where you could get fake Viagra on on the internet, they go, "We'll send it in a discreet package." Now, when you called, <laughs> is it a man or woman you're speaking to? <laughs> it's a robot. <laughs> I just find it interesting how you know what they tell you. <laughs> I just think it's funny that, like, even if it comes in a discreet package, the mailman's probably like. Boner pills. This is a. It's got no markings on this package. That or it's colon cleanse. <laughs> it comes in a giant envelope that says these are definitely not erectile dysfunction pills. <laughs> They're definitely something else. <laughs> Stupid. Jerry, if I pass away when you yeah. when we're still doing this program. I want you to ship my body to Andre Dawson's funeral. <laughs> I thought you wanted to be cremated. I do, but I want Andre Dawson to do it. Oh. I want him to be in charge of it. So you want me to ship you to Miami <laughs> yeah. to where Andre Dawson is then going yes. to message me back and say, most of the body's gone. I just got his parts. <laughs> what do I do with this? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I bought him on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. You got to put that in writing, though. Like, Do you have a will yet? Oh, I, guess you have I do have to a will. will. You do. I have plenty to will, Jerry. I've to got who, though? People. <laughs> Al, are you, you uh, will are things you, to your parents. Are you setting aside money for us to hire mourners? <laughs> Possibly. I'm going to be one of those people that leaves all of my fortune to my dog. Whimsy has uh, 
<laughs> Whimsy's going to be living in Bradley Beach for her <laughs> life. <laughs> Someone's going to come in here to help Whimsy give Whimsy oh, her food, God. but Whimsy will own this condo. Serious question, because you've joked about this before. All right. You didn't put your parents on the will, did you? No. Uh, no. Because at but one it, point you thought about putting your mom on the will. Did you well, not? Yeah, well, I, uh, my, I always put my mom on, like, if I die, who gets my 401k? I'm like, my mother will figure out what to do with it. <laughs> who gets all your extra toilet paper? Since <laughs> she bought it, it goes right she back to it. her. <laughs> yep, it goes right back to her. Oh, but you God. know people that have been um, uh, cremated and done up at the Andre Dawson funeral home. You know that comes up in conversation. I would think so, yes. Because in a lot of cases, I know people buy plots long before their passing. Yeah. I would think, I mean, I don't know this, but I would think if you go to those lengths to do that, you also pick out the funeral home that's going to handle your remains. So, yeah, I would think that that's a, that is a morbid conversation because we've had that conversation with friends, like at the end of a night where it comes up, what are your plans when you're, when you move on to the, uh, to the afterworld? Mm -hmm. It is a morbid conversation. Like even when you're having drinks, it, it starts funny and then ends not so funny. Unless your plan is that Andre Dawson will take care of me as I go into the <laughs> afterlife. Well, I guess in that case, it at least lightens the mood a little <laughs> bit. But the problem with that is the girls probably have no idea. Right. They'll know, they might know who Mike Trout is now. I don't know that the girls know who no. Andre Dawson is. They Most, have no idea. There are guys that don't know who Andre Dawson is, and they probably watch baseball. Right. I know your dad recently passed away. Yeah, but did you know Andre? We he was at Andre Dawson's funeral home. Yeah, the X Expo and Cub. <laughs> have you ever had? Have you ever had friends that have said, "Boy, Happy Friday, everybody!" This is a really <laughs> exciting topic. Have you ever had friends though that have said, "If something happens to me, I don't want like a morbid wake. Like, yeah. I want a party." Yes, they always say that. Have you ever experienced one of those though? No. Yeah, me neither. I've that never. Seems right, like it's always good morbid thing to say at the time. I've never walked into like a viewing and it'd be like, party people. (laughs) (laughs) That would be something. (laughs) Now, but it is true, though. A lot of couples do meet at wakes and funerals. Yeah, wakes and right. Because if you're going solo, you're you're probably unattached. Uh, Emotions are running high. And also, I always find it weird because I've certainly been to my share of them that how when you walk in, obviously, it's very you know, quiet and sad. But within like a half hour, people are having conversations yes. about who their landscaper is. Uh, yeah, very bizarre. You're right. When Weird. you first walk in, you go up to the casket, you say your respects, and you go, yeah, it's very beautiful. It's very nice. Then you're right. Then 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 people aren't even quiet about it anymore. They're like, the guy was weed whacking and he <laughs> hit my roses. Hey, what do you do about the chlorine in the pool this summer? It's right. true. <laughs> the conversations turn weird. Yes. But I guess what else are you supposed to do? And then the priest usually comes in, and then the mood quiets again. You think it's weird there at the Andre Dawson funeral home? It's like, <laughs> you're an eight-time gold glove award winner, aren't you, Andre? I am, and a four-time silver slugger award hey, winner. Hey, could you sign the casket? <laughs> <laughs> this might be awkward. He was a big Expos fan. That's an additional 350 Boy, this oh, guy's got... Way. This guy's got quite the highlights and awards. Eight-time All-Star. Andre Dawson was a great player. Gold Glover. What did he do slugger. in Miami when it was Florida? Like, did he have numbers, or was he just really the end and he was just hanging on? I don't. See. I do not remember those years at all. Yeah. Do you, uh, he even played for the uh, Boston Red Sox. Andre, what, for what, 10 games? Yeah, probably nothing. It, I don't remember that. 
late in his career, he signed as a free agent there. It says he hit his 400th career homer with the Red Sox. Really? Mm-hmm. That's like Gary Sheffield with the Mets. Do you even remember that? Uh, no. No. I remember okay. he hmm. I do. I do remember the one year with him, but it's like, eh. Gary Sheffield wasn't a mess. We do have to take a break. And he won a World Series with the Marlins in 2003. How about that? Who did? It's, oh, hold on, Jerry. I'm reading this incorrect. It's <laughs> <laughs> Andre Dawson. Let's see. It says he returned to the Marlins shortly thereafter when he accepted a position in the team's front office where he got a World Series. Right? <laughs> so he that didn't counts. play. <laughs> no, it doesn't, it doesn't count because you thought he was hitting bombs <laughs> as part of the lineup or at least a utility player. <laughs> he was basically an assistant scout. <laughs> Mr. Dawson, this is a lovely funeral. Um, did you win a World Series with the Marlins? I did in 2003. I love when you think you've got something <laughs> and then you've got to read it further and then realize, duh. I like when I got something over you where, like, you're the real baseball guy. And I was like, Jerry doesn't even know he won a World Series with the Marlins. <laughs> and then he did. That doesn't count. I'm sorry. I guess. That does not count. I and mean, he probably sold the ring. I mean, please. <laughs> Give me a break. He sold the ring and bought another funeral home with it. Uh, hey, good for yeah, that is hey, a great business, you. man. It's a morbid business, but that is a good business. They say people, Jerry, Jerry, people <laughs> are out. dying to get into it. <laughs> hey, whatever happened to the drive-through funeral home? Remember that place? Yeah. I wonder if that's oh, still in business. If it is, it's it's rolling now. With you know, you can't do, you can't really get together for funerals. Think about is, how adaptable we've become as a society. Yeah. Yeah. Drive-through funeral homes, drive-through strip clubs, drive-through chicken places. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could do anything. Drive through everything. <laughs> drive through ATMs, mm-hmm. right? I always feel uh. like I'm going to get jacked when I'm at a drive through ATM. <laughs> you feel like you're going to be jacked at three <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon, walking in Bradley Beach. So like stop. What, what stops the guy when I'm reaching for the money, stretching out of my car, from coming and giving my arm a karate chop, and then just stealing my cash? Simple and answer: running, jail, jail, and cameras everywhere. That is true. They do have cameras everywhere. Quick break. Back on the other side with uh, more morbid thoughts. <laughs> Back on the other side with Dave Kingman now runs a, <laughs> a pet cemetery. <laughs> yes. If you want your pet, Dave Kingman will help him into the afterlife. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. We continue on the warm-up show on a Friday morning. Can I, can I officially say a summer Friday, even though it's not really summer till mid-June? It's going to be 84 today. I think we can. Yeah, I count summer after Memorial Day. Yeah, I do too, except that too many times you have Memorial Day. And we've had certainly very nice Fridays of Memorial Day and Memorial Day weekends. But then all of a sudden you get that little swoon of 60 or 70 degree weather. It does not feel like summer. Today it feels like summer. So you're claiming so. 84 today? That's what uh, CBS said. I said they said eighty three, eighty four. CBS, yeah, I think so. CBS is also doing something, Jerry, a TV special, desperate for entertainment, as we all are, called Haircut Night in America. What is that? Celebrities getting their haircut at home. Okay. I I said we ripped this off. Let's have Izzo do this, where we put it out on social media, like Boomer cuts his own hair. I cut my own hair all the time. You cut your own hair. I'll shave my head. We'll just put it out on video. Just rip it right the, off. The problem is I don't like doing something second. You don't. You want to be first. Like you wanted to be the first one to think a haircut night in America. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The whole idea of doing something that someone else did already. I mean, I guess you could make the case. Well, if, if 
Pepsi didn't join Coke, we wouldn't have Pepsi right. and Coke. I get that. But in in case like this, this is like creative. This is not, it's not right. business. I want to be more creative and come up with the theme right. myself. Well, what about this? We get a sponsor involved, um, Manscaped Night in America. I might be in then. <laughs> if it helps the radio station, I'd be in. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know now, that I would want to see that. Oh, I'm talking about your hair. I'm not talking about anything else, dude. No, Manscaped Night in America. Like, you yeah, know, but you, you can get... still use that razor to do your head. Can no, you not? We... Well, you don't have to. Okay, we don't have to use it on the main parts, but you could like trim up your chest, your armpit hairs. I'm not putting. No, I trim no, no, up no. my chest and armpit hairs. You're gonna stand there in your skivvies? <laughs> no, no. Okay, no. of course you're not. Right, <laughs> I didn't think so. Not unless you could superimpose some mus- muscles on me. Did you see them? Who was the muscular. muscle? Did you see the back muscles on James Conner of the Steelers? He has back muscles. While you have a second, seriously, Google, Google. this right now. James Conner, back Conner. muscle. He put it out on, I guess, Instagram, on one of those social media platforms. Back muscles. Of him working out yesterday or the day before. The picture looks so phony that I would be right up on this guy drug testing him. Like, that's how ridiculous You it think looks. he has fake muscles? No, like, I'm saying James they Conner. look enhanced is what I'm saying. All right. Have you yeah. not come across it yet? I, I have a front muscles. I also feel like James Conner is, a, is a, somebody who's got a lot of different names. So ripped his back muscles. There it is. Yahoo has got it. Let's see what we got. Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> do you think they still have meetings at Yahoo going, why do people say Google it? We were – we were, we, I do. That's what we did? I do. I, I How do did we wonder, drop the ball? Not only did Google per- perfect it, they've become a verb in this, you know, yeah. in this uh, new age of technology. Like that, that's how we speak now. Oh, I finally found his muscles, Jerry. Yeah, that looks bizarre. They look right? fake. They look like implants. Exactly. Implant back muscles. Like, I would sit there and say, what are you using to get this? You can't tell me that's just from weightlifting, can you? No. But then again, the Joe Thomas uh, pictures, and I guess Greg said it's he's doing the paleo diet, and he's working out like a beast. Those are the results. I the, Here's the problem I'm having. So, not that it's paleo. I'm not doing any specific diet. I'm really not. I just I try to eat smart. For the most part, I tell you, I go a couple of days without the bread, and it's like you miss it. Oh, bread is delicious, Jerry. It is delicious, but it's like I don't know, like having a like a you want to have a sandwich, and there's no bread. Okay, sandwich. So you, you roll a couple of pieces of turkey. It's like okay, I'm I'm some hungry. <laughs> right, you could like, eat you could eat three pounds of chicken if that's all you're eating. You'd be starving at like twenty now, minutes why later. Why is that though? Like, for instance, like people say, your belly. Um, you and I have talked about this too. People will say, well, you have a half a cup of oatmeal. Right. And it fills you up. Yeah, for about 30 seconds. Yeah, I never understood the oatmeal thing. I would, I need a gigantic thing of oatmeal if it's going to fill me up. Right. For it to and fill I'm you up, small you need four man. servings of it. Right. And I'm just a small boy, Jerry. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> what are there... the plans today down the shore? Like, what do you do today? It's Friday. It's going to be warm. Hmm. Aside from taking Whimsy on a walk, which for a walk, he's not having any stomach issues. She's not she having is. any stomach, and it, she is still. Yeah, she's oh, in boy. rough shape with the belly. But yeah, we will go on a nice long walk. Hey, cheapo, take her to the veterinary. <laughs> <will ya? laughs> I mean, what are you doing? That's fair. Yes, it is fair. Don't you owe that to her? I do. I had a guy yesterday, Jerry. I was uh, see if see what you see you if diarrhea you can, guy. <laughs> see if you can spot what's wrong with what this guy said. I'm right. walking whimsy yesterday, and I see a guy come by in like a, like looks like a Ford Bronco type car, and he 
after he passes me, he spins around and comes back. It's an older gentleman, him and his wife. And, <laughs> and they stop. very they go, excited that someone noticed you. <laughs> yeah. He goes, hey, welcome to Bradley Beach. I knew it was you because of uh, whimsy. I said, oh. <laughs> then he goes like this. He goes, yeah. Me and my wife are just driving around, having a glass of wine, enjoying oh. the scene. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you can't be doing that. <laughs> he said it so nonchalantly. Did they, Were they really drinking wine in the car? I don't. I didn't. Uh, you didn't look. The the, the car was, uh, you know, a, a, like a SUV type, so it was right. higher up off the ground. What a tremendous! What a lovely date! Wife, if it was 1966, right? <laughs> me, me, and my wife are having some Winstons and a some Schaefer beer as we drive around. Like that was a thing, right? People used to drive and drink the beer in the yeah. car because it wasn't illegal at the time, right? What a mess it must have been! I mean, oh, God. You get pulled over. How many glasses of wine are this? This is just my second officer. All good. <laughs> By the way, Laura Curran is on, is on CBS right now. CBS. I cannot and will never, when I see her or her name, I'll never get the image of her talking about the tennis balls out of my head. Oh, the uh, who's that, like the, uh, the Long Island uh, person? Yes, you can kick their balls, but you can't touch their balls. In discussing tennis, uh, yes. recreational tennis. That was just last Friday, I think. And she's been on TV so often since. Yeah. Or, you know what, maybe she had been, but I hadn't noticed before. And now I see CBS because they run the Nassau County stuff all the time. And they're doing it right now about reopening and what's allowed, what's not. But I can't get that out of my head. And any time I see her, that's all that comes to mind. You think of touching tennis balls. <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> I don't like, like to get political here, and I'm not even sure what the battle was. I know they were fighting about politics, but there's a Twitter war going on between <laughs> Wanda Sykes and Scott Baio. Oh, I thought you were going to give me Kyle Lotion, Trevor <laughs> Bauer. Uh, Wanda Sykes and Scott, Scott Baio. Baio. I from saw Charles Wanda and Sykes. So here's the thing. I saw Wanda Sykes at Borgata. Yeah. And because I think she's funny, like her on TV, right? She was on uh, Curbed, right, with, with Curb, Larry yeah. David. Very funny. But she broke into, it's one of the only live shows I ever walked out of. She broke into her political conversation, oh. which was fine for a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. It went on. I think 15 minutes in, we left. And it was it was disappointing because I'm not one of those people that says shut up and play, shut up and entertain. You got an opinion that that's fine. Stick All good. to sports, Jerry. Right. I'm, I I don't. If you have an opinion and it's based on some facts or how you feel, all good. But those platforms, to me, that's the that would be the equivalent of you know Daniel Murphy hitting a game-winning home run at City Field and then going in his post-game press conference, not answering questions and doing his political stuff. Right. Like to me, there's a time and place. You do it on your own platform. All good. I get that. But it was very disappointing because she was so funny for the first 20 minutes of the show, and then it morphed into that. Um, but so be it. And then Scott Bale, what has he been doing since Charles in charge? <laughs> Evidently uh, fighting people on Twitter about politics. Hmm. All right. I so mean, I didn't see this. So. so you don't even know what they're fighting about, but you might be more team Scott Bayo just because we know you're not team Wanda Sykes, even though we don't even know no, what they're I fighting about. No, I'm not about. saying that. I have no idea what Scott Bayo's politics okay. are. And I, either, to be honest with you, I'm not interested in either one. He hasn't been chachi in a long time. And no. where's Nicole Eggert these days? Oh, I do know where she is. She's broke. Broke. She was on the Alex Rodriguez show. Oh, right. The one he had on CNBC. Yes. 
boy, that did not uh, last very long. That program. did not do well. You know who? You know who was on one of uh, one of those that I saw on replay about a week or two ago. Do you remember when um, American Idol came out? There was Ryan yes. Seacrest, and what was the other guy's name? Dusseldorf or something. <laughs> yes, they had it with him. <laughs> yeah. So that guy now. So he declined a contract. Everybody thinks he got cut. He actually declined a contract extension with them because he thought he was worth more than they were offering and walked away from it. And he's now an Uber driver. Oof. Yeah, and he's got tons of debt. And at the time of the taping of the show, he was actually renting his car and actually wasn't even making enough money to cover his expense. I felt it was terrible. Yeah, that was a bad career move. Oof. You think? What's Ryan Seacrest worth now? Billions, Jerry. Billions. Yeah. Anyway, so go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't even remember which I was doing. No, but Scott there's a new and Wanda Sykes. Yeah, that's, I just wanted to say the word Scott Baio. Uh, yeah. There's a new 30 for 30 coming out now on Bruce Lee. Yeah, I've seen these promos. Interesting. Uh, are you interested in it? Um, To watch it? Yeah. I don't know. When I was in high school, there were certain kids who I went to high school in the 80s that were really into Bruce Lee. And How? karate, just because he was a karate star. Yeah, but no, but they like they looked at him like he was uh, more than just a karate star. Like he was this this um, uh, like a superstar, like a like a Michael Jordan type, but in hmm. karate, but in the karate world. Yeah, nunchucks. Yeah. You ever get hit with a nunchuck? A nunchuck? <laughs> no, I, I've never been hit with a nunchuck, <laughs> and I hope I never am. <laughs> I like the guy who did the uh, those karate movies. What was his name? Not... Claude Van Damme. Him. Yes. <laughs> that was that was Jean-Claude Van Damme. The Muscles from Brussels. Yes. That guy was pretty badass. Who would win in a fight? Claude Van Damme or I don't Bruce know. Lee? Bruce it might Lee. be Bruce Lee. Who would win know. in a fight? Bruce Lee or who's or the other guy? <laughs> Who was the Ralph other guy? Macchio. Ralph Macchio. No, Bruce Lee would kill Ralph Macchio. You think Ralph Macchio. Macchio picked anything up doing all that? Yes. Hmm. Like, I think he could beat me up. Well, you think your grandmother could beat you up. <laughs> if he got into that crane kick stance, I'd be like, I'm out of here, Macchio. <laughs> You'd wet yourself. <laughs> Who was the other karate guy in the Claude Van Damme era? Steve. Uh, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Who would win in a fight, Jerry? Steven Seagal. <laughs> Steven Seagal came up with Boomer and Carton. <laughs> he was so <laughs> bizarre. Wanted no part of it. And then he hung up on us. <laughs> yes. Tremendous. <laughs> Seagal out. Seagal. In a world where Boomer and Carton dominate radio, Steven Seagal is uh, about to finish the interview. <laughs> Goodbye, Steven. <laughs> I used to love right, Steven got, Seagal movies. We gotta go. Like I went on a streak where I was watching. Where Ow. I was, yeah. We gotta go. Shut up. Oh. Radio.com Sports Minute. Here's Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. I got to tell you, I don't know what we talk about for an hour, but it is a lot of fun and uh, a lot of laughs. One quick one, Al. We got about a minute. I see John Montone of 1010 Wins tweeting, Phase 1 of the uh, New York 3 opening will include one person at a time in an elevator. (laughs) (laughs) That should be good. You get to work three hours early to make sure you get up to your building. Sorry, I'm sorry I'm late. I was was downstairs the whole time. (laughs) Come on. We should just make the elevators fit just one person now then. Oh, my God. Just squeeze right in like those old apartments in New York City. 
We come back. I want to. I'm going to take the stairs. You're going to go up how many flights? Where I don't even remember what floor. Ten, we're on ten floors. Ten floor. You could That's go. Yeah, be a ten great floor. workout to start the day. Yeah. Fugazis. Fugazis. I suppose. Ooh, and another um, a victim of the coronavirus as far as retail sales, Jerry. Sale of gum and mints are down. I'm sure. And the sale of uh, acoustic guitar is way up, according to the New Yorker. How about oh, that? where everybody thinks they're going to learn the guitar. <laughs> you would know. <laughs> I'll use. <laughs> <laughs> they must, you're right. Like They must have just sold a ton of guitars. People are I like, would think. I'm going to learn the guitar. Wake up with the expanded warm-up show with Al and Jerry from 5 to 6 a.m. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You, were, you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.